0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Inside Sources. Inside Sources. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM at 11:60
2: a.m.
1: Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm your guest host, Lee Lonsberry. Uh, in this hour, we're going to talk about something exciting. Uh, I've invited onto the program uh, RNC Vice Chair and Utah Debate Commission Co-Chair Thomas Wright. Uh,
2: sir, how are you? Great, Lee. How are you? It's great to be on, and it's fantastic to hear your voice on the radio. You're Is doing it sound? A good
1: job. I'm self conscious. Is it sounding okay?
2: You sound awesome, yeah. and uh, I, the debate's been good, and the education's been solid. So, yeah, I'm a big fan, Lee. You're doing a great job. All right. a Great mentor too.
1: Well, if you yeah, that's for sure. And if you say so. Uh, I'll take that to the bank. Uh, Listen, uh, you know better than any of us that uh, earlier this year, uh, the Utah Debate Commission, the state of Utah, uh, and uh, the University of Utah made an effort to be the host of a presidential debate. Uh, What can you tell us about that effort?
2: Well, I appreciate you bringing it to the attention of listeners. Uh, uh, For the past several years, the Utah Debate Commission has been working hard to be considered for a presidential debate here in the state of Utah. And so in the last year or so, we've been working closely, the Utah Debate Commission has, with the University of Utah, to put together a bid and a proposal with the Debate Commission to have Utah be considered a host for a 2020 presidential debate. And we're thrilled that, you know, we've gone through the gauntlet and they're now one of the six finalists for one of four locations. And we're really excited about the position that we find ourselves in.
1: What are some of the other cities we're up against?
2: So, Belmont University in Nashville, eh. city of Hartford in Hartford, Connecticut. Ah, we're Creighton than them. University. What's that? Uh,
1: I, I'm uh, I'm just uh, uh, offering opinion on why Salt Lake City is superior to every uh, city as you listed yeah, off.
2: Creighton is in Omaha. That's the third one. Uh, University of Michigan, obviously in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and then University of Notre Dame in Indiana. Okay, and then the University of Utah. So that's you know we're down to six. We're obviously the only location west of the mississippi so you know we think a western state or western city should have representation in that so we like that and it's just been exciting to work with the presidential debate commission the university of Utah's done a great job and the whole board of the utah debate commission has stepped up and we're excited about uh, hearing the final announcement as to whether we've been selected or not here in the next 30 days
1: next 30 days you think
2: i think so yeah i think we should know uh, definitely in october sometime it could be sooner uh, but we're just patiently waiting and getting information to the debate commission as we're asked and just trying to, you know, go through the motions of telling them why Utah is such an incredible place and why uh, why they should have a presidential debate here in Utah.
1: Why is Utah ideally suited to, to host
2: a presidential debate? Oh, man, I love Utah. There's so many things to say. I think it's our proven track record of successfully hosting events on a large scale. Uh, we hosted the the 2002 Winter Olympics, and that was widely considered – to be the most successful in Olympic history. And we have an excellent reputation here in Utah for hospitality and a strong infrastructure for tourism and travel. And in addition to that, Salt Lake City has a good light rail system that connects the University of Utah to downtown and to the Salt Lake International Airport which is a major hub for international travel. And this debate would bring in 3,000 media people from all around the world, and so I think that's really important. But then in addition to all that, Lee, you know Salt Lake City is one of the most dynamic and fastest-growing economic and culturally uh, metropolitan areas in the U.S. With the Silicon Slopes, uh, which being that robust technology sector, we have so much going for us. Our legislature has done a fantastic job of passing landmark legislation on immigration reform, public lands, dealing with LGBTQ issues and other religious topics. I mean, we, Utah is just an incredible place, and we want to show it off to the world. We want everybody to see what's going on here in Utah.
1: Listen, I am a BYU Cougar. I graduated from uh, Brigham Young University. Uh, so I had a quick question. Why is it that uh, the University of Utah uh, is the partner university? And uh, snark aside, what will it mean for the students if Utah selected?
2: Well, yeah, snark aside, um, I think the University of Utah is being considered because of its location to the airport. Uh, we have to have the hotel accommodations to be able to house the three thousand people that all those all those media people that come in from all around the world. and so really, it just comes down to infrastructure and hotel rooms and being able to get people to and from the airport and you know the the University of Utah has also done its job to be a model public university in delivering unmatched higher education, and we've done that in many institutions around the state of Utah, not just the University of Utah but its location and its vast experience assisting with fundraising and management and security during the 2002 Olympics just made it a natural fit.
1: How about students of the University of Utah? What would their role be in all of this?
2: Well, I think that's maybe the most exciting part of this for me. If if Utah selected, the Utah Debate Commission will work with the University of Utah and other colleges and universities all across Utah to program educational opportunities such as internships, debate-watching events, themed classes and discussions, and we'll even select interns that may have the opportunity to work in various positions in the event. So we're going to engage the students at an unprecedented level to make sure that they are fully engaged in this event if we are lucky enough to be successful.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, when uh, when the decision is ready to be announced, you give me a call first, will
2: you? Yeah, well, no, for sure. We'd love to have you there. And I just think, wouldn't it be exciting for Utah to to, to share its values and its it's positioning and its, its, it's collaborative approach and it's kindness and volunteerism to the world. And, and especially during the heat of a presidential election, I think it'd just be a fantastic opportunity for the state of Utah.
1: I, I agree. You and I over the weekend had a conversation about the genesis of the Utah Debate Commission, uh, how it got its start, and also how today it is being used as a, a model in other areas. Well, c- could you walk through that for me real quickly?
2: Yeah, about seven years ago or so, Richard Davis, who's a professor at BYU, so I'll give you a shout-out to your alma mater there, there it is. had this idea to form this bipartisan uh, debate commission so that the citizens and voters could get to know their, their the candidates that they'd be voting for and that they could get to know them and they could see them answering tough questions in a debate format that wasn't biased. And he went and got Scott Howell, a prominent Democrat, and Oline Walker, then Governor Walker, former Governor Walker, to co-chair it, so that there was a Republican and a Democrat, and they came up with a format that worked, and they, they pressed it, and uh, when, when Governor Walker uh, passed away, Senator Bennett took over, and when Senator Bennett passed away, they asked me to get involved, and all we've tried to do is engage our partners, which are the media outlets across Utah, who have done a fantastic job in making the debates public and make the public debates possible, and just work to make it so that it's the the voters of Utah can see the candidates answering tough questions before an election so that they can engage and they get motivated to vote.
1: Is this common, Is to, to have a commission like this that uh, uh, takes upon itself the scheduling of debates between candidates uh, and partnering with media outlets, is that a common practice across the states?
2: It's, it's actually not, and that's why Utah is being looked at across the country for what it's doing. We were really the first to do it. And now you have states that are mirroring our model and asking us to come and share with them how we did it and what some of the pitfalls were. And we're teaching them what we did that worked. So now you've got several other states that are in the process of doing what Utah started here, uh, just because Utah's such an incredible place. We just have this innovative entrepreneurial spirit where we're always trying to do things better. And so... No, Utah was really the first, and it's being looked at nationally by many, many other states. So we should be really proud, regardless of where you are in the political spectrum, you should be really proud of what Utah has been able to accomplish in voter engagement through positive debates.
1: Outstanding. You uh, are also the the vice chair of the RNC, and you have responsibilities over the territories uh, of of the United States. I, if I'm honest, never considered much political activity uh, in the, the the territories. What have you learned, sir, since, since taking over this new responsibility and interacting with the territories or the insular areas of the United States?
2: Uh, what I've learned is that there's just incredible people living all across our country that want what's best for our country, that want to see a more uh, civil dialogue. They want to see their everyday problems being addressed and solved. They want to see uh, elected officials and candidates that are bold and brave, and that are willing to stand up for what they believe in, while simultaneously being civil and trying to find uh, solutions. I just find so many good people. I was just up in Wyoming, in an area, kind of a remote area of Wyoming, visiting with people. We live in an amazing country, Lee, with some amazing people that really have. I've not asked much. They're really just asking for. Political figures to work together and solve the problems of the day and make life better for them, because we live in the greatest country on earth, and they 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 expect that. And I think I think uh, everybody that's involved in the political process owes that to them.
1: Outstanding. We've been speaking to Thomas Wright. Uh, who is uh, co-chair of the Utah Debate Commission as well as vice chair of the RNC. We've learned that in the next 30 days, we may be finding out whether or not Salt Lake City and the University of Utah will play host to a presidential debate. Uh, Thomas, I'm grateful to you for your time. Uh, Please, you call me back as soon as you get the final word, will you?
2: I will, absolutely, Lee. Thanks to you and KSL for all you do.